Sacred Teachings, the original podcast series, Wisdom of the Land, Path to the Stronghold, Dismantling Racism, Stolen, Stories of Suicide, and the Other Pandemic. Listen, learn, share. Sego, scan I'm Ginny Doctor, and this episode, it's me again. Here at Six Nations. Hi, I'm Peter Downey, and welcome to Episode 7 of the Season of Ginny. There's a lot of changes coming, I think, in our church, and we have to approach those changes in a good way and with a good mind. So far this season, we've celebrated Ginny the writer, the musician, her sacred connection to the land, her anti-racism work. And in episode six, we heard of Ginny's tireless efforts towards the creation of a self-determining indigenous Anglican church. Now that seems like more than enough for one life well lived. But Ginny was also very much a missionary, and that part of her ministry made her a gifted speaker in the pulpit. In this episode, we're going to hear Ginny the Preacher. This is a sermon Ginny delivered at Christ Memorial Church in Oshawa, Ontario, in 2018. The occasion was what is now commonly known as National Indigenous Peoples Day. My name is Ginny Doctor. I'm Mohawk, Turtle Clan. However, I was raised at the Onondaga Nation, which is south of Syracuse, New York. My father is Onondaga, my mother Mohawk. So that, that means I have dual citizenship. Although I was raised and born in the States, I am also a citizen of Canada as well. And that, sometimes that's really good and sometimes that's not so good. <laughs> Especially now with uh, Trump doing all these things, I. I certainly claim to be a Canadian more than I do an American. <laughs> so I was raised in the Episcopal Church on the Onondaga Nation. We had a small church there, and my grandma was a stalwart Episcopalian, and she made sure that we all went to church every Sunday. And my grandpa, however, he was a traditional person, Seneca, he knew all the songs, the ceremonies, and dances. So I was fortunate to have that in my life, as well as my grandma pushing us to go to church every Sunday. And I often wonder what she would think about me being a priest, because she was dead set against women being priests. So, <laughs> but here I am. I, as, as is my custom, according to my my mother, I'm going to keep this short because she told me ten minute, no more than 10 minutes. If you can't make your point in 10 minutes, you got no business up there. So I've kind of kept that with me throughout my ministry. We didn't read Genesis, which is an appointed reading for today, which is good because I don't, I don't want to talk about Genesis anyway. I didn't want to do it this morning anyway. But in Corinthians, it's a lot about relationship and how we develop that relationship through the same spirit of faith. And faith is so important to us as Christian people, to us as a family of Christ, 
as Father Kit talked about with the children this morning. That family, that concept of family is really important. It's important to us as indigenous people. Um, take for example where I grew up, the family all lived within close proximity of each other. My grandparents' house was the focal point or the center. My uncle had a house over here. My dad had his house over here. Another uncle had his house over here. So we were all kind of together. And traditionally, that's the way we grew, grew up. We lived in longhouses of families, of clan members, and we looked after each other and took care of each other because that's the way it was supposed to be. My mom, when she was dying, she, her last words were, take good care of each other because that's what was important to her, that we continue to do that for each other. And that's the family Christ wants us to be. Sure, we have problems in our church. We have different opinions. We have different styles. We have different ways of doing things. But we need to be together, and we need to understand why people think the way they do. So when we um, talk about Satan, as in the gospel today, I really had... <laughs> I always have a difficult time because it seems like whenever I'm called to be a guest preacher, it's, the gospel is always about Satan. And I'm thinking, well, what is God trying to tell me here? Um, but Satan is a force, a force in our lives. Some we don't like to acknowledge it, but it's there. And we have to be always, always looking for Satan to appear in whatever we do. And we always have to find ways to cast Satan out of our lives. And one of the things that is important is this kinship that I'm talking about, or our relationship. And our relationship with each other is so important. It's one of our traditional teachings. We are taught to respect each other. We are taught to love each other. We are taught to walk with each other in humility and in order to create that relationship. And of course, holding it all together is love. But it's not the kind of love that says, oh, I'm so in love with you. Oh, I love you so much. It's a love that surrounds you, that brings you to a good relationship with yourself and with each other. It's not a romantic love. And if you strive for that, you'll see it'll make a big difference in your life. And so this relationship is, is based on a common experience, for one. Now, I'll tell you a little story. It's, and this is about going through things together. A long time ago, Mark McDonald, the National Indigenous, Indigenous Anglican Bishop, and I went on a gospel boat trip. We traveled over 1,500 miles on the Yukon River, stopping at various villages along the way. And boy, we had, uh, we had one heck of a time. Scary at times, absolutely delightful at times. And this one incident 
that we always talk about and involves Mark. We're, we're going to land the boat for the evening. And Mark jumps up. He says, I'll, I'll jump up and pull the boat in. So the boat captain said, okay. So he pulls up and Mark has the rope and he jumps and he sinks about a foot into mud. And so we're all, we're trying not to laugh. And Mark's standing there holding the rope going, I'm stuck. <laughs> and, uh, and he says, and, and the boat captain says, yeah, I, I figured you'd get stuck. <laughs> and Mark says, uh, there's a lot of bear tracks here. <laughs> and and uh, the boat captain says, yeah, I figured there'd be bear tracks too. <laughs> So we're laughing. So we couldn't help it. We had to laugh at that point. And so he finally got unstuck. But he left his shoes, and his shoes got stuck in the mud. And then he had to pull those out. And they were the most disgusting shoes I've seen. So when we think about that experience, we laugh. And an experience can also make you cry. But those are the things that build, help to build a relationship. And then there's the common interest or passion. What's your passion? What are the things that are important to you? When you look or think about your ministry, and everyone has a ministry that you are given and expected to use your gifts and talents to complete that ministry. But what is that passion? For some here, I know it's water rights. It's about clean water. For others, it may be a passion for helping the poor, the homeless. Whatever that passion is, find it and live into it because that's what God puts into our hearts and that's what God wants us to do. Then there's one of common obedience. This is one of my favorites because people know me not to be so obedient. Um, in fact, when I was being ordained, <laughs> I was uh, standing before everyone and I had my fingers crossed <laughs> when it came to the part about obeying your bishop. <laughs> well, someone slapped my hands in the back, so I had to let them go. But anyway, I've, uh, I've learned to be obedient. And if you think about the disciples and how obedient they were, and how Jesus had to win that obedience. And he won that through teaching, through prayer, through love. And the group he had, they were a bunch of derelicts. When you think about it, tax collector, fishermen. And fishermen, by the way, are smelly. I've known a few fishermen in my life, and they do not smell good. <laughs> but they were a mixed bag. And then they had this fanatical nationalists like uh, Simon the Zealot. But they shared this common leader. And this common leader knew how to lead. And they became friends. And when they became friends, they came to love each other. And they loved each other because that's what Jesus was all about. He was about promoting that love within his disciples. Because Jesus knew that they had a hard task ahead of them and that the only way they really could do it 
would be with a lot of love for each other, a lot of support for each other. So in indigenous ministry, we try to form these circles of disciples, just like Jesus did. And we hope that they take on the passion, that they take on the ministry that they are called to do in their communities, wherever those communities are. And some of them are very remote. Some of them are right here in the cities. But they're all over. But we begin with these circles of disciples, just like Jesus did. And I have to, have to say one more thing about Jesus. A lot of people thought he was crazy. His own family thought he was crazy. Oh, he left his home. Just like that song goes, I left my home and my family. <laughs> well, that's what Jesus did. He left the safety and security of his profession. He was a carpenter. He had a good life. But he left it all for the, for the greater good that God had given him to do. And he was a rebel. He was a real radical. He took on the scribes and the Pharisees and all of those orthodox believers and leaders. He took a lot of risk. And I think that that's key to any ministry we, chose to, we choose to do. You will be called to take risks. You will be called to maybe not feel so good about what you have to do. But if you believe in your heart, it's what God wants you to do, then that's what needs to be done. There's a lot of changes coming, I think, in our church. And we have to approach those changes in a good way and with a good mind. We have a saying where I come from, is that we always have to strive to have a good mind. And this good mind comes from knowing who we are, from knowing others, and from being in a good relationship with each other. So this is my prayer, that we all can work together, whether we be indigenous or not, that we can work together for the common good. Because none of us are evil. None of us have Satan in us. And if we did, we know how to get rid of Satan. So don't be afraid. How many times do we hear in the Bible, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. So, in closing, I just want to um, say that I've... Uh, enjoyed my visit here and I had a chance to talk with several people and I hope to talk with you all more a little bit about what what it is our ministry does. I am going to um, share at Lunch and Learn. I hope some of you can stay for that because you'll learn a lot more. But because I'm loyal to the gospel, I had to preach the gospel today. So with that, I Say Scano, Scanago, which is peace, and Gunalunkwa, which is love to you. Yawaha. That was Ginny preaching in 2018. 
She was speaking at Christ Memorial Church in Oshawa, Ontario. You know, I think we're blessed to have these recordings and to be able to remember her gentleness and her calm, her intelligence and her ever-present sense of humor. I'm Peter Downey. Thanks for listening. We are a gentle, loving people And we are singing